plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Marcus Mosher of Bleacher Report. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Marcus under, mo, underscore Mosher. Man, I'm even messing up my own Twitter handle. Today, I'm joined by the one and only Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBTB. You can listen to him on his show, the How About Them podcast, as well as the Blogging the Voice podcast. Landon, how are you doing today, sir? I know you just got back from a long day at Disneyland. Oh, tell me man. about it. It was uh, no, I'm not going to tell you about it. It was it was what you it was <laughs> it was magical, but it was also exhausting. So um, yeah, I'm ready to talk football and then crash hard. All right, this Friday edition of the Locked On Cowboys podcast is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Just use the promo code Locked On at MyBookie.ag. Uh, on today's show, Landon and I are going to preview the Cowboys' upcoming game with the Rams. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the five keys to victory in this matchup. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, the number one key for the Cowboys to win this game, they got to find a way to block Aaron Donald. Now, Aaron Donald is in the same caliber of rusher as Khalil Mack, Von Miller, uh, whoever, J.J. Watt. The only difference is, is he's a little bit closer to the ball than the rest of those guys. So you're never going to neutralize, or you're never going to completely take Aaron Donald out of the game, but you've got to find a way to limit his effectiveness. Uh, I believe if the Cowboys can do that, they will have success in their game. Uh, they don't. The Rams don't have a ton of talent on defense outside of Robert Quinn and Aaron Donald. I don't really like their pieces a lot in the back end. If they can somewhat hold up against those two guys, they should be fine. Landon, give me some of your thoughts on Aaron Donald and how you expect the Cowboys to handle him in week four. Well, two things, really. Um, I, I, first of all, I think they lucked out a little bit because it seems like, and you may have studied Donald more than me, so you tell me, you tell me if I'm wrong, but it seems like from what I saw on uh, versus San Francisco that Aaron isn't quite fully into Aaron Donald shape yet. Um, like right. I, I think you know he had the had the holdout all all training camp. Um, I, I he uh, I think he just came back. He's also kind of playing a new position. He, he's yeah, kind and of that's, the, a new that's the other thing with, with Wade, Wade Phillips. Wade Phillips is, is now in, in, in his first year in the defense coordinator, and you know we obviously all remember Wade Phillips. He has success uh, usually pretty pretty soon. Uh, there are some positions that kind of takes him getting used to, and I would say that the one gapping nose tackle is one of them. And so he's definitely playing a lot of defensive tackle that he's used to as well because of nickel packages and that sort of thing. So he's not completely out of his comfort zone. But but I think that that combined with the fact that he had no training camp, uh, uh, you know, I think that that's it's it's you're getting a little bit little bit of Aaron Donald light as opposed to not you know full on 2016 you know future Hall of Famer Aaron Donald, um, which is good because you're going to need it because the only you know the only guy that I've ever seen stop Aaron Donald consistently and he's been doing it since they, before they got drafted was Zach Martin so hopefully that Zach Martin can 
you know, work some of his magic on him. But I, the the second thing I wanted to bring up real quick is because is I, I wanted to kind of add an addendum there because there is one guy that I do like uh, on their defense that I think that is also important um, and I think plays a, kind of almost a similar spot is is Michael Brockers because I think Michael Brockers, mm. even though he doesn't really provide anything um, so much as a pass rusher, um, where he does provide is that he is their boss run defender. I mean, like, and that's, you know, if you think about how the Cowboys are going to want to win this game, they're going to want to run the ball. And the Rams are not great at defending the run. But the one guy who is great at defending the run is Michael Brockers. And and Aaron Donald obviously is Aaron Donald. He's elite when he's elite on both sides of pass and run. But I think it's important that we that Brocker not get lost in this conversation because he makes a lion's share of their run stops, and and that means that it, you know that specifically is where the Cowboys want to focus. So they need to make sure that they get hats on Brockers and Donald if they're going to want to play their normal game of you know control the clock, run the ball, and then get uh, get Dak out and on, on the on the move and throwing the ball. And speaking of running ball, that's kind of my next point. If the Cowboys want to win this game, they're going to need to probably control the time of possession a lot, especially if Sean Lee is not playing in this contest. Uh, on Monday night, uh, they had just 99 yards rushing on 26 carries. That's less than four yards per carry. Uh, Zeke had 80 yards on 22 carries. He lost 16 yards rushing. Um, the Cowboys have got to find a way to run the ball uh efficiently and not so much just the total number of carries because that that can kind of get skewed on game script they need to run the ball well on first down and that's not something they have done very well so far this season but like we've kind of talked about before uh, the Rams have they don't have a great run defense so far and I don't know if that's just them getting used to the new defense if that's Aaron Donald being rusty but they gave up 229 yards rushing to the Redskins uh, they've given up an average of 140 yards on the ground in the first three weeks of the season. So I expect the Cowboys to be able to run the ball well in this game, and they're going to need to if they want to win this contest. Really quickly, what are some of your thoughts on the Cowboys' rushing attack? Well, for, for me, I think it's the, the issue with the Rams' defense is they have a lot of pass defenders on their on their defense. You know, I mean, they have Mark Barron playing inside linebacker, and, and, you know, he can play Will linebacker, and he can run and hit and tackle people. But, I mean, if you run at him, he's not stopping a guard. He's not stoning a guard who's nope. coming at him or, 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 you know. I don't know that he's really going to be much of a threat at, for a guy like Zeke Elliott. I mean, he, I think Zeke Elliott could run through him because he's really just a big tackle. So, I mean, a big uh, safety. So, you know, I, and then they got another guy like Alec Ogletree who, you know. He's been awful. I mean, he's, he's been awful He's terrible. Year. And and that's the thing about Alec Ogletree is that he's, he's one of those guys who he is – he's one of the worst players in the league because because – and only because – He's such a name player that he has to be put in there, and like normal, normally a player plays like he does, he would get pulled. But but because mm-hmm. of who he is, like they keep him in there, and and he's you know he's terrible. I mean I I personally think he's terrible. So, um, I, you know I think that they they have opportunity to run here, and they they need to run here because um you know not because just because of their normal game plan, and because of you know all the reasons that the run provides for everything on this team. But also because on the other side of the field they got Todd Gurley, and Todd Gurley is definitely going to try to run all over you. And if Todd Gurley starts getting going, then suddenly you're in real trouble because they're going to play their game, uh, our game plan against us. Yeah, would it surprise you to know that Al Kogatry got eight votes uh, for All Pro last year? 
Yes, uh, that's that's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm I'm assuming that Matt Millen got eight votes somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what people are doing when they're watching uh, Alec Ogletree because I watched their film uh, yesterday and I was just shocked at how bad I, he is. So, I've never liked him. I've I've never seen it with him. I, when he came out of college. When he was, when he's a rookie, when he's, I mean, I've never, I've never understood no, what I people mean, no. see in him. I've never understood it. SEC linebacker, though, makes a bunch of tackles. That's, I mean, that's what it is. All right. This podcast is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Uh, MyBookie has been in the business for years and their rep is rock solid. They do 100% cash bonuses. So off the bat, you're making money for doing absolutely nothing. And they have the fastest payouts. Seriously, just two business days. I've used other. Uh, betting sites that have taken me months. My bookie, two business days, you'll get your money. I would only recommend a service that is good to me. Uh, I would only recommend one that's good to my listeners. Uh, check it out, mybookie.ag. You win, they pay. They have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and an all-new mobile site that makes wagering on the go a breeze. If you join now, MyBookie will match your deposit with a 100% bonus. Just use promo code LOCKEDON to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. So I want to talk a little bit about the Rams rushing game. Uh, This year, Todd Gurley looks like the Todd Gurley that we saw in Georgia. And then his first year in the NFL, he's running with a lot of power. Uh, He's a dangerous guy to get out in space. I think Sean McVay has realized that he can be a weapon in the passing game, get him out on the flare routes and on screens, and he's just tough to tackle in the open field. Uh, I had close to 150 total yards against the 49ers last week on the road. Uh, My idea, the ideal way to stop uh, Gurley is basically just trying to uh, stack the box on early downs and force Jared Goff and the team to try to convert long third downs. The, the Rams have been awful on third and long this year. They're just three of 19 on third and seven or longer. Uh, Gurley, from what I've charted in the first three years of Gurley's career, not a very good runner against eight-man boxes. Uh, if the Cowboys can stack the box early on downs, force Jared Goff to throw the ball down the field, I think they should be okay. But if they stay with some of their lighter boxes and they play this four-man front with two linebackers behind it, I think Gurley could give them problems. So quickly, what do you think about Gurley in this matchup? Do you expect him to have a big game, and how do you expect the Cowboys to match up and try to stop him? I think that it's important that the Cowboys consider Gurley. I, I think Gurley has to be stopped at all costs. Like, I, I, yes. to, me, to me, like, it, it, if it was me... I would play a lot of three safety, and I would I would put Byron Jones. I would just say wherever Todd Gurley goes, run or pass, you go with him, because they don't have any tight ends really to worry about, or you know any of that. I mean, and 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 I would just let I would let uh, I would let if Kayvon Frazier is healthy enough, which that's another thing, I would let either Woods and uh, uh, Heath stay in the back. Uh, and then let uh, you know Byron Jones come down and, and just basically shadow him. And, and if he's if it's in the run game, make sure you're making a tackle. And if he comes out in the pass game, then you take you take him out that way. I mean, he has he has 13 catches. Like he he's tied for the team lead in catches. Like they are getting him the ball a ton. He's a good pass catcher. And and and, and there's reasons. That's my point. Is that that if you eliminate Gurley from the game. You're eliminating a huge portion of, of their of their offense. I mean, they have other players who can make plays, but I, I really do feel like 
it's all just based off of it's all feeding off of Gurley. So they just need to find a way to eliminate Gurley and make uh you know look if if both these teams take the run game away and it becomes Jared Goff versus uh Dak Prescott I'll I'll take that. Like I'll 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 take that game. And even which even, is, even even which, with the defenses with the way they are. I I'll, I'll take that. Which game. is why I would be I would be willing to open this game up. I I would if I'm in Dallas, I try to make this a shootout at home. Well, I, I listen, know that I don't think here here's here's what here's the thing. I don't think that there's any problem and I think the Cowboys should consider throwing the ball more early in the game. I think I, because I think that I think that it's it, it it it's clearly helped their pass game. I mean their run game. So so I, I think that there there's there is can be there can be symbiosis both ways. You know, like I think that I think that you can set up the run with the pass. So I I think that they shouldn't be afraid to do that at all. And and, and if this game is one of those games, maybe. But I I just think that the Cowboys are going to have so much success running the ball that that why you know because they can they I think that they can I really do think they're going to have an effective ability to play keep away on, in this game. And 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 because I I think that they can strangle these guys better than and I think they can play the the they can defend the run better than the Rams can. So they can, they have a better chance of stopping the Rams from trying to do the same thing against them. All right, so you mentioned the Cowboys on offense being a little bit more aggressive on first down. I want to give you some stats. I, I You know I'm a stat guy. So let, let's talk about the Cowboys' first down offense uh, so far this year. So uh, on Monday night, they were just uh, – oh, excuse me. On, yeah, on Monday night, they had 23 first down plays. They ran 17 times of those 23. Uh, for the season – they're averaging 3.2 yards per carry on first down. They're averaging, or rushing, Ezekiel, excuse me, is averaging 3.2 yards rushing on first down. They are averaging over 17 yards per pass on first down. Now, obviously, the more you pass on first down, the more likely that uh, yards per play is to drop. But I think the Cowboys really need to consider taking more chances down the field on first down. And a guy that I would play a lot in this game is Bryce Butler because he's got that size. He's got the speed to make plays down the field. And I really think I really think through the first three games that this is going to be a big step in his career. I think he's got this just this chemistry with Dak that we haven't seen before. He's kind of very Laurent Robinson-like for uh, Dak Prescott in the sense that he knows how to get open when the pr- play breaks down. I would I would love to see Butler play a lot of snaps in this game. I would love to see the Cowboys take more chances down the field early on first down, and I would like for them to use the good plays on first down. How, how's that for a <laughs> for a uh, explanation? Use the good plays yeah, on first down as opposed the, to using the bad ones. That's a, that's that's how man. If 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 coaches could just say, <laughs> "Hey, give me the good one this time," you know, like that. I mean that. How many jobs would I knew that's saved? what you're coming back with, so yeah, I, I yeah. thought I'd get out ahead of you. Yeah, might as well. Um, no, I listen. I, I, of course, it's it sounds like a great idea. It just can they do it? I mean, that's 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 how it all plays out. I tend to think that you can do both just by you know, and I think that this is what makes the Cowboys dangerous is that they can line up and run the ball on you, and then on second down they can spread you out and throw it all over the field. So. I don't know. I think that uh, they're just not running the ball well on first down, though. That's my problem. Well, I mean, I think that yeah, because I think there's a lot of focus there, but I also think that it's important that they continue to try. You know, I, I think that they need to they need to have success there um, because it's important to be able to run the ball on first down, even if they know that you're running the ball on first down. 
Um, and I think that they can do that. I, I, I don't, I, I don't disagree that I think that they should with you that they should mix it up. I, I don't think that that's not. I think that's not a terrible idea. Uh, but I think that at a certain point they are going to want to continue to get better at running the ball despite everyone knowing that they're running ball because th- that's kind of who their identity is. Right. You know, is that we're running the ball whether you like it or not. So, it, and look, and I, again, I think it a lot has a lot of this has to not to do with play calling or uh, inability. I think it has to do with these guys getting in sync in the run game early in the season. So, if you if, throw out almost everything in the first four games of the season because the team doesn't know who they are yet. Not everything, but I think there are certain things that yeah, like I don't I don't make hard judgments on because I think some some things because of the way because of limitations in practice because of you know the way uh, and and most of the things that I'm talking about are contact related things so obviously offensive line is very heavily involved in contact related things so that's a huge part of you know a huge part of their technique in their job is how to hit people how to put their hands and move people and and you can't really practice that without having pads on and playing at full speed. So, uh, you know, I think that I think uh, it was hard to practice before for teams. I think it's even harder now, especially for offensive lines. And for teams like us that are, you know, the offensive line is our engine of our team, you know, the first few weeks are really difficult because we need to find other ways to maybe win the game while our offensive line is still kind of figuring out what the hell they're doing. Yeah, so I like to take hard stances after every single game. I know. Just, no, it, why even wait? That way. Why even wait till after the game, Marcus? I mean, you, you should two minutes into the game. I, I think one time I called a game game over within the first three minutes of it. That was fun. I, that, I, was that, that was Marcus peak Marcus underscore that was, Mosier. That was peak Marcus underscore Mosier, without a doubt. <laughs> without a doubt. All right. Last but not least, uh, I want to talk about some of the cornerbacks on the Rams. Uh, they've got two pretty good ones in Tremaine Johnson and Nikel Roby Coleman, who will likely be playing in the slot. Uh, these guys obviously aren't as talented as the groups that we've seen here in the last few weeks. However, um, they're pretty solid, but they really don't have that other outside corner that can play. Uh, they were using Coleman in that spot a little bit. Um, and then having LaMarcus Joyner kick down and play in the slot. But Joyner hurt his hamstring last week. We're not sure if we're going to see him this week. So the guys that I want the Cowboys, or I'm looking for the Cowboys to attack, are Kayon Webster and Troy Hill. Neither are particularly good. Um, I think that Butler is a good matchup against those guys because he's going to have a pretty big size advantage. Uh I, I kind of expect them to get the ball involved in the Dez a little bit, especially after only getting two targets last week. But if the Cowboys are going to make plays down the field, look for them to go target Webster and Hill in this contest. Do you have just any overall thoughts about the Cowboys receivers going against the Rams defensive backs? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see exactly what they do with Tremaine Johnson and Dez. Just because, you know, I don't know if like the plan is to maybe move him around a little bit or let him like just kind of stay on his side or uh, what that is. But it'll that'll be something to watch. And, and, and I think that the trickle-down effect of having Roby move inside to cover Beasley, you're right, could free things up for Williams and, and Butler. Um and a whole bunch of different places. And I think that you know, Butler specifically because of just, you know, his physical ability. I mean, I mean, more than Terrence Williams, I mean, Butler is a, you know, big, strong, fast guy. And I think that when you talk about lesser than corners, those guys, even if they're not the most 
fluid of route runners can really, really expose those guys, especially if they make a mistake. It, you know, it's one mistake and you're done with a guy like Bryce Butler. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how how they fare against uh, uh, you know against a guy like Bryce Butler. And uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw you know maybe Beasley if Beasley taking some snap outside or or you know doing mixing things up to try to get him involved a little bit more. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. Yeah, so Tremaine Johnson, according to our friends at Pro Football Focus, lines up on the left-hand side on 93% of his snaps. Well, see, there you go. So maybe what we'll see is we'll see Dez move around a little bit and an opportunity to see who they can get. Because I mean, I'd definitely take Dez versus Bradley Roby. I mean, even though I think he's you know a good uh, corner, I, I don't. I, mean, I, I like that matchup, and and I'll put Dez on the other side and let him go eat against those guys for sure. I mean, if they, if they have a problem with that, you know, like I I don't see any issues with you putting. Uh, Bryce Butler on the left side against Tremaine Johnson, Dez on the right side, and then uh, you know, and then you could work Terrence Williams and as needed here and there. But I, I like the idea of uh, yeah, of using Butler a little bit more, especially against some of these guys on the outside, and and then just kind of mixing Terrence Williams in as you need him because just with his ankle, I think I think it'd be good to kind of if Butler is the more healthy of the two, which I don't know that that's necessarily true. I'd like to see them kind of help Williams get a little bit healthier by maybe keeping him off the ankle a little bit more. All right, it's time for predictions. Did we get the game, both of us get the game right last week? I think we both predicted the Cowboys were going to win, right? Yes. I th- All right. Yeah, I think so. Because so I, I, th- I, 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 I talked you into it. Yeah. All right, you're not going to do it this week. All right, give me your prediction this week, Cowboys-Rams. What do you got? I think it's I think it's the Cowboys. I mean, playing at home and it's a tough it's a tough thing. I mean, ten days is a long time. Sean McVay is a good offensive coordinator, um, but I also think that you know I think that having no answer for a run attack is uh, it's a tough thing to overcome. And I think the Cowboys will be able to stop the run better than um, the Rams will uh, because, again, I, I mean, it, maybe I'm misplacing my faith, but I'm placing my faith that the offensive line is maybe working its way back into shape. So um, uh, I think that they win. Um, I think it's probably a lower-scoring game, uh, but I think, uh, yeah, I think the Cowboys win and they uh, Zeke has a big day. Uh, I'm going to go 27-21 Rams. I'm a Sean McVay guy. I, I just think they're – I just have a feeling they're going to have a big game in Dallas. Just to call it a gut call or call me negative, one of the two. I don't know. Does this surprise you at all? No, I mean, but at the same time, they have zero big play players on their team. Like, like I mean, Sam, no, that's not true at all. They've got Sammy Watkins. I mean, maybe it's, maybe not big play players. I'm sorry, big game players. They have zero big game players in their team. And maybe you can call Todd Gurley that, but he hasn't done it in the NFL yet. And this team is filled with guys who aren't necessarily ready to march into. I mean, maybe look. I'm sure I'm the guy that they're going to play the clip if they do do this. But I'm, I'm saying gonna cut it out and play uh, yeah, it all the time. Yeah, you, you should. You should. You should take it to the Rams, and, and I'm sure they'll <laughs> pace it. But I'm telling you, I'm saying that I, there is something to the, like not necessarily having the moxie yet to, to pull off something like that. So we'll see. It'll be interesting. It'll be an interesting game, but I think the Cowboys uh, will win. You're always just so optimistic. That's okay, though. We'll, we'll, we'll eventually calm you down. Yeah. Uh, 
That's it for today's show. This edition of the Locked On Cowboys podcast was brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Get into all the action with MyBookie.ag, where they will match your deposit up to 100%. Use the promo code LOCKEDON. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Hit us up with a five-star review. Leave a review in your Twitter handle, and you will be eligible to win a free Pro Football Focus Ed subscription. We'll be back on Monday to discuss the game, hopefully talking about the Cowboys win. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at LockedOnCowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBTB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Have a great weekend. We'll see you right back here on Monday. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org catalyst.